0: the volume. What's up, everybody? Alex Monaco here. Thank you for watching the Moneyline Monaco podcast on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. We are live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, wherever you get your pods. We are on Amazon Amp, streaming Monday through Friday, making picks, making bets. It's us first, though, books. I'm trying to win with you. So come follow me at Moneyline Monaco. Let's win together. Here we go. Just a reminder, you can catch me recording this podcast live on Amp. Amp is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with me in person while I'm recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow me at Moneyline Monaco to get notified when I go live. Game day or in the words of Wayne and Garth. Game on! Let's go, baby. Game three, judgment day. Some would call it Jimmy Butler Day, Wednesday, June 7th. Welcome in to another Moneyline Monaco episode. Alex Monaco here. We are on AMP. Follow us there, Moneyline Monaco, wherever you get your pods, Volume Sports YouTube channel. It is us against the world yet again. Interesting note here. Both networks I host a show on, Volume and MSG, I am the only one on the Miami Heat. We're talking about over two dozen on-camera people. I am the only one. When I joke, it's Lebatard, me, Ocho Cinco, and Nick Wright. I'm not kidding. It's it. I can't find anyone. But I want to actually start today's show getting you to sort of critically think a little Colin Cowherd-esque, if you will, off the noggin. Some things in this world, they just don't make sense. They just don't make sense. Now, the first thing that came to mind was ugly men with beautiful women. It just doesn't make sense. Forget the lifestyle, multimillionaire, mansions, cars. When we're talking about human nature, it just doesn't add up. A beautiful woman with a nebbish... Hairy, disgust, whatever you want to call it. An unattractive male. It just doesn't make sense. Here's another thing that doesn't make sense. Art. Why is a banana duct taped to a fridge worth over $100,000? Why is the Mona Lisa the most coveted portrait in the history of the world? I went there. I needed a Zoolander Center for Ants microscope to see the Mona Lisa it's tiny it's petite it's symbolic and emblematic of a French meal you're not even full after you're done and here we land on the NBA finals lily pad another thing that in all honesty doesn't make sense an 8c defying odds coming off a game two as we get into it we're as a team, the Nuggets shoot over 50% from the field. Just under 40% from three. Their all-star MVP center gives you over 40 on a rather efficient 16 for 28. Jimmy himmy Butler has 13 on 4 of 14 prior to the fourth quarter. And you lose the game? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So the Miami Heat, you could call them the ugly dude that bags the beautiful model. You could call them the Mona Lisa portrait, or you can just call them the future 30 for 30 Netflix documentary, eight seed, the greatest eight seed that no one wanted to respect in the history of the NBA because they're doing this. And today, and, and I said this before the tip didn't really matter to me if. The Heat won game one or lost game one. They were going to split in Denver, come back to base camp and do what they do. I kind of have the same feeling for tonight. I'm betting Miami on the money line. Of course, I'm taking them to the window. But even if they lose game three, they will win game four. At the very worst, a Miami Heat team that was undefeated at home in the playoffs before the Celtics series is going to protect one of these next two. So we are again in a driver's seat moment value on our side over two to one you can get with me i got it at 550 after going down one nothing to win the series you can still sprinkle on the heat to win plus one and a half on a series spread you get miami tonight plus two and a half not a big trends guy at this point in the season but the Heat are seven and two in their last nine, covering at home. Covering, they're getting two and a half. They're thirteen and five going across the whole playoffs, covering. They're the best cover in this season's playoffs. And now the books are showing us we're getting points all series because if we're getting two and a half, maybe if they win Game Three. Will we get a one and a half, two? I don't see them overreacting. This is what it is. This is an eight, nine and a half point spread in Denver, two and a half, three point spread in Miami. And this is music to my ears. Now, I told you, we scour all programs. We watch everybody, the debate guys, the serious analysts, the fun shows, the radio guys, everybody, to be honest. And... The biggest takeaway and the strongest really take that I felt on the emphasis of coaching adjustments that Denver needs to fulfill here and they didn't have a lot of time plus a travel in their schedule is how are they going to handle two things, two things off ball defense and what are they going to do off of Jokic's playoff low of assists with four and two. They're letting Jokic score at will, but they're blocking passing lanes kind of similar to what Denver did to ban letting him score and not pass in game one. How are they going to execute and get other Bruce Brown, Contavious Caldwell, Pope players involved? Because Denver, you've seen it. I pointed it out on yesterday's amp. Go look at the box scores when they lost these road games against the Suns. Jokic, remember, had a 53-point outing. They lost. They had three guys over 20 in another effort. They lost. Denver, remind ourselves, is 23 and 25 on the road on the season. It was many. Many people feeling like that exact output was going to be a roadblock in them winning a championship. And now they have blown everything they've worked for as far as home court advantage in this series. They only have two games at home. And if they want to win this series, say this out loud they have to win in South Beach. Only one team has done that this playoffs. It was the Boston Celtics amidst utter desperation, down 3 0. Now, I pulled all first game outings just to let you know how solid Miami is and how serious they are when they take their first effort at home in a playoff series. Obviously, they were undefeated, but we're not just talking about small wins here. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Breaks off of the Milwaukee Bucks in their first home game in that series. one twenty-one six lads in double figures. Then you go to the first game against the Knicks. They had obviously a moment where, you know, this Heat team, I, I got to be honest, the Heat versus the Knicks was probably the most competitive series the Miami Heat team Until Boston was up against the ropes, we saw game for game, tit for tat. Ironically, it was the Miami Heat that against the New York Knicks saw the most trouble. Why? Because I think stylistically, a lot of what the New York Knicks had, dog, hustle, guys stepping up in roles that they were clearly defined in, that gave Miami the most trouble. But I mean, you look at game one and game three, Knicks, Heat, uh, they won by seven comfortably. They won 105-86 easily to take a 2-1 lead. And in that one, that was Himmy Buckets. Himmy Butler going for 28. And you had four guys in double figures. Then you look at the 128-102. Everyone finally jumps off the Boston ship to Miami moment. Six guys in double figures. Heat win there. So I say all that to say a perfect dominant 3-0 and in their three efforts in their first home games in their playoffs. Everyone feels like the pendulum's just going to automatically swing to Denver because this is a back and forth series. No, 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 no. I told you the only best opportunity for Denver to win this series was game one. They had every advantage known to man. They had home court, They had rest. They had the statistical backing of a Game 7 series team coming into a Game 1. We've seen that three times now. A team coming off a Game 7 and losing a Game 1. And outside of this series, it set everybody backwards. That Golden State 7 game against the Kings, they come out, lose Game 1 to the Lakers. The 7 games with the Celtics and the Sixers. Boston comes out, loses Game 1 to Miami. It's like clockwork. These are human beings with travel schedules, and these series suck the life out of these lads sometimes. So you look at all that, all that set narrative wise, and and we come back to base camp And, and everybody is on Denver tonight. Swollen the two and a half. Couldn't couldn't comprehend really that game two, And, and this is back to the opening monologue. Did it make sense? Because Denver had a, nice surge in that second quarter which did get scary for a second because they went up 11 live line shot up at 12 and a half by the way the live line quick note will overreact to denver favoring denver valuing miami all series i've seen it we got 20 and a half in game one going into the fourth quarter live you got 12 and a half miami plus 560 miami second quarter live Pay attention to the live lines in these games. They're clearly ending tight. Don't see anybody getting routed in any of these games except maybe Denver mailing it in in Miami. But back to a little bit of what actually, adjustment-wise, I feel Denver has to make and might not, is this. If Jimmy Butler, and, and this is what it was, and Draymond, to his credit, pointed it out verbatim, you bring Kevin Love into the lineup, you stick him on Gordon, you shift everyone around, then you could put Jimmy Butler on Jamal Murray a lot more. Jamal Murray didn't get going until fourth quarter, and it was simply too late in game two. It's what Colin said yesterday in his opening monologue, which was spot on. Top 10 guys in the NBA this year. Jimmy Butler is one of them. Once it's under seven minutes in a game, who do you want with the ball in their hands and on defense this season, other than maybe Steph Curry, maybe 38-year-old LeBron, it's Jimmy Butler. And what did he do down the stretch in game two? Multiple clutch buckets and a game-winning maybe series-defining stop on Jamal Murray, got him to overthink, could have dished it to Jokic, who had Vincent on him at three, took a contested game-time bucket, missed. So you have the number one clutch player if you're back in Miami tonight or in the series on your side in these moments. It's what I spoke on before we tipped in the series. Experience had to matter. How does it not? This isn't the Super Bowl, one trick pony, one game, 60 minutes. Anybody can step up. This is a series that is long with adjustments. This is a trilogy, people. We're on Hangover 2 right now. Is Doug lost? Because I think Doug's lost again. And his name is Michael Porter Jr., a guy with thinner calves than me, a guy I said yesterday that simply does not want to go over the middle and catch a slant against this Miami Heat defense. He doesn't want it. It's no It's no knocking on Michael Porter Jr. Guy was a prolific high school player. If you look him up, he was supposed to be Jamal Murray. He's not. He's a three. He may never be a two. And now he's being asked in this series to step up after the worst playoff game of his whole, his whole run here this year in a big way. Stepping up, and I don't think Aaron Gordon has another gear. I really don't. I'm staring directly at Michael Porter Jr. because this is the scary thing if you're on Denver. They don't have the depth that we all sit here and feel they do. They don't. Christian who? (laughs) I said it again yesterday. You're relying on Jeff Green, who's collecting free sizzler coupons for 430 Del Boca Vista dinners in South Beach right now. He's eating dinner before... The games, that's how old Jeff Green is. And I love Jeff Green. And Christian Brown is an energy guy who is the definition of a regular season player. So now you look and you break down tit for tat. You could do the Colin Theory too. Player for player. Who is going to be the fifth best player after the Bam-Jimmy-Jokic-Murray split 2-2 best four in the series? Is it Michael Porter Jr.? Because through two games, it's Gabe Vince. 19 and over 20 respectively. Nine three-pointers in two games. I'm not sitting here selling you a bag of goods. I'm sitting here telling you, get all of the narrative out of your head or you're going to lose again. The undrafted thing doesn't matter. The HC doesn't matter. It's time to play ball. And that is what is so fascinating. Everybody is missing that The entitlement of a one seed and a great regular season means that they are supposed to win this moment? No. No knock to Denver, but they have not been in this moment before. Spolsters coached 29 NBA Finals games before this series. Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Hero played in a Finals and lost. I told you that narrative about the history of the NBA. Dirk losing, coming back. LeBron losing twice, coming back. The Lakers losing to Boston, coming back for a back-to-back. all day. Decade long. And then you have the depth and the coaching. I just am actually sitting here struggling to find a reason to back Denver and the whole wide world is on them. So, as we segue to some of my bets I like tonight, I just wanted to throw all that out a little bit of critical thinking. Last thing I'll say, example wise, was remember that 2000 if you're over 30 or you're over 27, you might remember. And now I didn't even have my license. I was young. I I was seventh grade. 2003, 2004. Look, that Pistons-Lakers finals, after that Lakers team had won three of the last four, beat the Sixers, beat the Nets, beat the Pacers, lost to the Spurs, came back. This was Kobe, Shaq, Gary Payton, and Carl Malone. Four Hall of Famers against a scrappy Detroit Pistons team. That was good, but on paper, Ain't nobody was backing them. They were, I believe, the Lakers, minus 430, we said on our show at MSG, as favorites in that series. The biggest L of a favorite of over minus 400 of an upset since. And here we have the potential second one. But ironically, this Miami Heat team embodies a lot of what that Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Chauncey Billups, Tayshaun Prince, Rip Hamilton team had. They had dog, they had togetherness, they had belief. They had a coach in Larry Brown that knew how to get the most out of his players. Something that doesn't even get mentioned in mainstream basketball media. Who's getting the most out of their players? What is basketball? Two things. Game of confidence, game of runs. Miami goes down 12-15, doesn't panic. Denver goes down 8-12-10. It's over. It's over. Because we have Rocky Balboa in the ring for Miami, and we have Shooter McGavin for the Nuggets. Shooter McGavin, this season, no offense to Denver, has had a sweat-free year, has had no pressure because they don't have expectations. They've had a sweatshirt tied around their neck, smoking a cigar, judging everyone, laughing from the dumb and dumber Aspen, Colorado mountains. Well, now it's game on, baby, and I got no reason to believe Denver wants to dance for 12 rounds with Rocky Balboa. So let's get into the picks. We got the chat humming. Heat Island, as my guy Matt calls it, we got Dee Garzon, we got my guy Matt, we got N Jackness. we got a ton, ton of people in the chat chopping it up, love it. I'm going to throw a couple things prop-wise that I absolutely love for this evening. I think we have to consider Gabe Vincent at this point, and this night will solidify it. The Caleb Martin, who averaged 19 last series against the Celtics, the Caleb Martin of this series. Gabe Vincent, ankle all the way back. Remember, he rolled that puppy, missed a the game. They missed him sorely. They need Gabe Vincent in every sense of the word. This guy next to Caleb's probably getting the biggest bag of all of these undrafted players. A guy that sat down with Vladi Divak in Sacramento, and they passed on him. But 19 and 23, and not just 19 and 23 in his first two games. 7 for 14, 50%, and 8 of 12, that's 3 of 4, 75% from the field. That is very efficient and high-volume shooting. Three-pointer-wise, I mentioned, 9. So obviously, the books have adjusted. 15-plus is about where he lands points-wise, and three threes is where he lands even money. I'll let the chat decide. Gabe Vincent, over on points or Gabe Vincent over on threes, we have to put him in. He is the most consistent Miami Heat scorer through two games. Coming back home, what do we know about role players? Absolutely have to put someone in. My guy likes Gabe Vincent over 12 and a half. D. Garzana might have to do it. 12 and a half. Now we get for 15 plus even money might be worth the sprinkle if we don't want to swallow any juice. He's over 14 and a half on FanDuel. But again, pending where you shop, 15 plus to me is. What I feel good about, because Gabe can get to the free throw line, he's decent on mid-range, he is aggressive, and he hits timely threes. I expect him to to slow down a little. Nine threes, two games is above his pay grade. Three threes scares me because if he gives us two threes and 16 points, I'm going to cry. But I do believe that this is a guy worth taking a look at. Um, Another guy that not a lot of people are going to talk about. But this is, this is somebody that's not going to get any attention on offense, any attention. It's a guy that hit two threes last game and started, also gave us 10 rebounds. I think we need to take a look at Kevin Love. Kevin Love, it, to hit two threes is plus money, and Kevin Love on points, a guy that LeBron wouldn't have a ring in Cleveland without, is over under five and a half points tonight. Six points for Kevin Love. He can do that in two threes. He can do that on rebounds. Guy that had, The guy that had 10 rebounds last game. So that's the other element. He can grab it, garbage time, put it back. And it's music to my ears because my guy Omar's on it in the chat. Oh, I love it. The Kitsma is high in the chat for the Heat Island today. I think, all right. We're starting to narrow it down. Gabe Vincent points, Kevin Love points. And if Kevin Love points isn't appetizing over five and a half, take a look at his rebounds because six rebounds is very achievable. And again, they're going to reward him with PT after what he did defensively. Kevin Love worth a thought on someone not going to go in the parlay, but somebody over five and a half points, over five and a half rebounds, worth a look for you. Another guy I just dogged but has proven it on the glass, Michael Porter Jr. We wish him nothing but bricks tonight. But as far as rebounds, the number seven and a half plus money, we have to do it. We have to do it. He's had three double-doubles in his last six games. Three. 13 rebounds in game one. He made it an emphasis to crash the boards. And... Aaron Gordon, as much as you would think he's the second rebounder on this team, he's actually not. Go game to game. Go look at the log for the season. Michael Porter Jr. is your second best rebounder. So Jokic obviously going to be asked to do the world tonight. What is Michael Porter? And think baseball. Think baseball for a second. Michael Porter went 0 for 4, three strikeouts in a World Series in game two. So what do you do in baseball if you're slumping at the plate? You work the count. You maybe try to bunt. You maybe try to get hit by a pitch. You try to get on base in any sense of the word. To me, in basketball sense, that's rebounds. If your stroke isn't shooting, you hitting. You go to the rack to get to the line or you help your team out otherwise. That's with rebounding. He's proven it all playoffs. I got to take m P.J. over seven and a half. And I do think he makes our parlay. It's It's too consistent to not take out. Now, I'm looking at Duncan Robinson here, a guy that saved them at the beginning of the fourth quarter. If you remember all 10 points in that moment, three, bang, three, bang to the bucket. They're calling him now a guy that can slash, a guy that can actually move with the rock and not just catch and shoot he has been the definition of a good soldier throughout this year. And now he's starting to get the light on him a little. This is a guy that has 10 plus points in four of his last five games. He's hit two plus threes in six of his last eight, obviously coming off this momentous fourth quarter game of confidence, role player guy should step up. We're still hearing no hero in game three. I think this is a guy that has to go into something tonight. Now, Two plus threes, 10 plus points. That's the only thing I'm sitting on. I don't know. This is a night where he goes ballistic. Player threes. I mean, Duncan Robinson, two plus at minus 120. Are we not doing that? Are we not? Six of his last eight, he has done this. So somebody I'm considering very much so in our SGP. For tonight. And if anyone has any strong thoughts, Duncan Robinson wise, Max Struess, Kyle Lowry, speak now or forever hold your parlay. But this is a team when we've seen it and go back and look on the on the prop side at home that has been very, very prolific with the role players. Now, I spoke on a bam at a bio double double. I think bam tonight. Is a guy that continues to feast double double. Is there value? I, you know, I I spoke it out with my guy Henson, and, and he was saying there has to be value for a guy that's still sitting there at about even money to get a, to get a double dub And let me pull it up specifically. But over nine and a half rebounds is his quota tonight. This man has hit this in every sense of the word, except for last game, three double doubles in his last four. And he's coming up on a nine board evening where he was right there. 21 and nine, 26 and 13 in his first two games. Remind ourselves on props for the heat. Take a quick pit stop. They've gone against better defenses, arguably all three rounds. The Knicks, had the second best defense in the playoffs after the first round. If you remember, the Knicks held the Cavs to under 100 in all four of their wins. The Bucs were a top 10 defense all season. Clearly a better defensive team than the Nuggets. And Boston obviously fell off from last year defensively, but still was a very tough defensive team and certainly better than the Denver Nuggets. So we have all of these things to factor in and play with on the Miami prop side. First, a less Than average defensive nuggets team i'm sorry 47 points and 24 boards for bam in his first two games Uh, jimmy butler endorsed him to the point where he said bam is the reason we're going to win an nba finals i think bam you have to consider on a double double the night and i do want you to consider six plus assists I may throw it in on a D-Gen parlay. I may do something that's a little out there. Two-legger. Separate, of course. But Bam to get six assists. And remind ourselves, he was one assist away from a triple-double. That's plus 280. Jimmy Butler has had two plus threes in three of his last four. If you go Jimmy Butler only and Bam Adebayo only on assists. Let me just make sure we got this. A there now now they've lowered plus 145 but it's 7 722 7 over 7 to 1 for bam to get six assists and jimmy to get two boards that's my dgen thought but as we wrap this show up and we wrap up the parlay and of course my guy omar reminding us do not forget to sprinkle on jimmy triple double 17 to 1 and d garzone good point jimmy points plus rebounds plus assists 40 and a half he has not had a great game yet. He has not had an offensive game yet. I love it. I think Jimmy Butler is going to get a triple-double at one point in this series. He's 15-1 to tonight. I don't hate sprinkling on that. I don't hate sprinkling on over 40-and-a-half. He has to, at some point, cook one of two men ever to have multiple triple-doubles in these finals. We have to consider, have to, this man to go or at some point, a triple dub. So I like and fully endorse Butler. And I think, yes, Butler assists more than boards. We've seen the onus on assists a lot more through two games. Rebounding-wise, if Kevin Love's going to give you 10 rebounds as your second boarder, then triple-double for Jimmy. We pedal back a little. You could do a Jimmy 25-plus points, 8-plus assists, 8-plus rebounds tonight. Always that option. Definitely something to think on. Last one, last one worth mentioning is Contavious Caldwell Pope. And I don't, I don't want to endorse it, but he's only had one three pointer in each of the first two games. This dude cooked against the Lakers. He had seven three pointers in his previous two. So to drop off from four and three to one and one, he's a great line tonight to hit two threes. No one's thinking about him. No one's talking about him. KCP over one and a half three-pointers and Michael Porter Jr. over seven and a half rebounds are my two favorite Nuggets props tonight. And then on, obviously, our parlay as we we lock that in here, I'm going to go Michael Porter, seven and a half rebounds. Because we we just have to. It seems like we feel better about Gabe Vincent on points than we do on threes. I sort of agree. So we're gonna go Gabe Vincent 15 plus points. Now, if anyone wants to throw this out, we we can go a couple of different ways. We could go bam rebounds, we could go Jimmy assists, we could go Duncan two threes. I'm I'm feeling very confident about Duncan hitting two threes tonight. That gets us to plus 641 on just three legs. We can also throw in the heat. I don't want to put pressure on everyone to take Miami tonight if they don't want to. Jimmy Butler has been excellent with his assists, excellent with his threes. Anybody, I'm going to click one. Uh, we got multiple options. Now, plus 641, I do want us to hit it. We could keep it funky and just take BAM eight-plus boards. I, I think I think we might have to do that. I think we might have to go BAM eight-plus boards, Duncan two-plus threes, Gabe 15-plus points, Michael Porter over seven-and-a-half boards. We could go Kevin Love. I just i am nervous about putting a guy that has no pressure to do anything stats-wise in the parlay. If you guys wanted to go K-Love, do we go K-Love over on points or K-Love over on boards? Here's something sick. We're not a five-leg parlay community, but if you put Kevin Love over on either, it puts it at 20 to one. All right. I think we might have to go sick with it tonight. I think we might have to go sick with it. All right. So let's take out Bam. I'm going to tell you guys to do it separately. Let's put Kevin Love in because I want a squad ride with our boys. We'll go Michael Porter over seven and a half boards. Gabe Vincent, 15 plus points. Duncan, two plus threes and Kevin Love to get six points, 13 to one. Oh baby. Now, If you want to save yourself, you can easily switch Gabe Vincent down to 10 plus points. It won't cost you much as far as still cashing at a nice cheeky number, but he drops down to minus five fifty. I think we have to go for it and take 15 plus. We got ourselves a parlay. We got ourselves a game three. Remind yourself as we segue and remember to hug our mothers. Some things in life don't make sense. Beautiful women with ugly men never ever will make sense. The Mona Lisa painting smaller than the center for Zoolander Ants won't make sense. And the Miami HC winning against all odds also does not make sense. But sometimes you got to embrace the nine with the four. The tiny portrait in the Louvre that has been clearly stufferless for decades and an eight seed that really, let's call it, isn't an eight seed. This is a team that was top four coming in from last year's Eastern Conference Finals and a Jimmy Butler three away from getting to the finals. This is not your neighborhood last in the East club. Know it as you go to the window tonight. I appreciate everybody in the chat. We're out of here, baby. Miami Heat Island, Honey, Line, Monaco, and our humble army. We're out of here. Hug your mothers again. We'll see you for some big face Jimmy Butler coffee on the Friday weekend herd pod up to one. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com a-n-g-i.com this is a perfect site for someone like myself who had to move cross country working in the sports world on a dime i'm talking about handy people landscaping plumbing electrical remodeling you name it and i needed all of it when i moved to new york city angie was the perfect app for me and angie's list is now angie your home for everything home Angie doesn't just get your home projects done. Angie gets them done well with 20 plus years of experience combined with new tools to simplify the process. Angie makes completing home projects easy with over 220,000 pros in our network. Angie makes it easy to research, compare and hire pros to ensure a job done well. Angie can help you get the best price for your project. Angie has projects that are priced upfront and clearly lays out the cost before you buy. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects both nationally and in your area. With Angie, you can request quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps. The pros in our network are locally based. The pros have been rated and reviewed by others in your area who have actually used their services. In just a few taps, the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project from start to finish. Or you can research and connect with local pros for your specific project. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Volume.